0: I think it's giving them for some men a a view that, that they don't have to settle. Like I, a lot of guys don't realize that sometimes they're settling in, in their – just in their health or in their business or career or in their relationships or even just as themselves as men or they just – they hit a plateau and they've just been living in that plateau and, and really taking on a lot of these – negative habits like drinking or drugs or porn addiction or a lot of these challenges or that come up. And I think when they listen to my show, they're almost getting an escape into another world where it's about empowerment. It's about being a grounded, strong man. And for a lot of guys, they're not surrounded by, you know, one, they, they might not even have strong male role models in their life growing up or... Their circle of friends, like that Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you most surround yourself with. Their five friends they surround themselves with are not at the caliber or level that they would like to be at. So when they listen to this show, they're, they're it's like they're putting themselves in an environment of empowerment and it gives them, I think, a push to do what really matters in their life. Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits
1: that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, Habits to Goals listeners, this is a real treat. We are in for a great... Uh, interview. If you do not know Andrew Farabee, I think you're going to be thanking me later for the introduction, especially if you know a young man. I'm guessing between the ages of 22 to maybe on the high end, 40. Um, Andrew has carved out a beautiful niche being of tremendous value and service to men in that demographic who are looking to either gain more confidence, find their purpose. He has really crafted this uh brand called Knowledge for Men and it's based upon it's been built upon a podcast that I believe now has millions of downloads. He's a bit of an internet sensation. I've found him, he's actually San Diego local. In fact, our interview is going to be in his studio. Um, But I came upon him through a mutual friend. Thanks, Neil. And he interviewed me for both the Habit Factor and then uh, subsequent to that, the Pressure Paradox. So I think you'll see as we get into the discussion, Andrew has tremendous life experience, and and the theme I always share with you is that from our great weaknesses certainly can come our great strengths, and you're going to find out more about what that means as it relates to Andrew. So with that, we will meet back up with me and Andrew in the studio. I do want to quickly point out, if you are of the female variety uh, please listen. I, I don't think, well, his niche and his demographic and his market is really caters to uh, young men. I think you're going to find this interview uh, fascinating, informative, and inspirational, no matter your gender. So again, now let's join me and Andrew back in his studio. All right, Habits to Goals listeners, you are in for a real treat. I I have in the studio, and it feels just a little awkward to say in the studio because it's not my studio, it's Mr. Farabee's studio. We have none other than Andrew Farrabee. He is, as I said earlier, he's the creator of Knowledge for Men, he has really created a just a fantastic niche for men between the ages of... It's,
0: it's all <laughs> no. ages, really. no, what is it? It's is that... really all ages, but it seems to be, this, the core audience seems to be between 25 and 45, so kind okay. of in that center point there. But, I mean, guys from all ages, even teenagers, even older guys in their 60s are listening to the show
1: as well. Fantastic. So... So Andrew Farabee created Knowledge for Men. He's a best-selling author. He just in fact handed me the paperback version of The Dating Playbook. He also has The Breakup The Breakup Manual, manual for, for Men, for and, men. Uh,
0: and The Porn Pandemic.
1: <laughs> and The Porn Pandemic which is brand new. Which is brand new, right? So don't hang up on me. Don't eject the episode here if you're a female. As I was mentioning earlier, I think this is going to be entertaining and educational uh, regardless of your gender. And on top of that, think about the man or men in your life who kind of fit that demographic. So, Andrew, how are you doing today? Great to have you in your studio. All right, Martin. <laughs> thank you so much for having me here on your show.
0: And my, my voice is a little shotter. I feel like it's kind of cracking because... I've been speaking for the last I, don't, I don't like in the last 3 days I've been speaking like 30 hours uh at a live event I just wrapped up here with 60 guys here in San Diego
1: That's amazing. Really? Is that your first like massive That's the very first, massive event.
0: Yeah, that's the first that's the biggest event I've done. Previously I do like 10 to 15 style uh, type events for men, like more retreat style on the beach and here in San Diego. And this was my first seminar style type of event. And I would say it was a, it was a really good turnout. Guys came from all around the country. I think there was only two guys that came from San Diego and the rest came from like Miami, like Florida, New York, Pennsylvania, Canada, um, all over the country.
1: That's phenomenal. And this is something you do about once a year. Uh, Well, it's kind of new. I'm
0: thinking I'm going to do, you know, a big personal development event once a year in the spring. And then I'm I'm now getting into people just keep asking me how I'm doing what I do with like webinars and books and courses and live events. So I'm putting together a program. I haven't. Been talking about it too much, but it's going to be called influence, um, like influence camp or uh, an influence boot camp where I teach people how to become online thought leaders in their space. So I'm looking at doing a personal development event in the spring and a business coaching
1: type of event in the fall. That's that's amazing. And now <laughs> there are a couple thoughts there. The first is I owe you a huge thank you because Andrew is actually – coached me and and helped me with a fair amount of uh the Habits to Goals podcast. And then I got to back up and say we always kick off the show and that might may be your GTR, but we kick it off with the GTR, you know what that is? Uh the go to <laughs> the, the, the good things report. Okay. So, that really sounded like a good things report, it but really if you work. have something else you want to share. Yeah, have at yeah.
0: It. Well, the event was a big it was a big thing that I did this year. I've been working like on it for a success. long time. I've been getting into webinars and selling courses, all automated online. I recently just got, like like Martin just shared, the paperback version of my book. And I currently have a Kindle version, an audiobook version. But what I read was that in 2015, paperbacks actually outsold Kindles for the first time since 2010, hmm. which was when Kindles started outselling paperbacks, which was it was in <laughs> 2010. So Why do you think that is? I think that it was exciting at first, but I think people are just going back into their old habits of paperbacks or just people like to carry. Yeah, habits. Habits. I think people like to hold the book. And if you're going to read it, I like to own the book. It makes me feel like I'm uh, I'm a part of that book, so yeah. So I that's just an amazing
1: GTR, by the way. This is a, just
0: launched the paperback version. Beautiful and book. What's great is I don't have to do anything because it already sells. Um, all of the you know, it's it's just on Amazon the paperback option, and so people are already buying the Kindle and the audiobook. And right as of now, just the Kindle and the audiobook sell about 600 to 800 copies a month, all passively.
1: Not knock on playbook. knock on wood. That's incredible. <laughs> Hopefully, that's real wood. <laughs> yeah. Um so those are your GTRs. Those are those are the those big ones, ones yeah, for this year. The
0: paperback, launching the course, doing webinars, automated live event, paperback book, well, yeah.
1: Well, mine is for the first time ever in my interviews, I'm going to go back to back GTRs. All I right. just got to surf again. All right, yeah, the weather's uh, <laughs> good here. Yeah, the weather is It's
0: like hot in this beautiful. room right now. Yeah. Like oh, we're in the the hard studio. Time. In the studio. In yeah. the
1: studio. In the studio. Um so yeah, I mean even the water, I was in a what's considered a spring suit. Two millimeter, three millimeter. Okay. Just just beautiful. How's the water? So it's it's is gorgeous. It great. Yeah. Like we It's like be out there sixty-three right degrees, sixty-two degrees. Very nice. Okay. I know it sounds a little cold, but so the other thing I wanna say before we get a little bit more deeper into Andrew's story is That knowledge for men was really founded upon – you You started that brand, which I think is brilliant, with a podcast, correct? Right. And today that podcast has, if you were to total all, a a couple million downloads or something like that? Yeah,
0: I just looked uh, a couple weeks ago because I I was sharing it at the event, but it was about 2.4 million downloads – yeah. <laughs> That's unreal. 2.4 million downloads. And I took a screenshot and shared that at the event. Um, <laughs> I bet you did. Yeah, yeah. And w- what's interesting is like it's – I just stuck I just stuck with it. I mean it, it was getting like 40, 50, 60,000 downloads for the longest time. And like I think every month I'll get like an extra 500 downloads or something. But like I never stopped or got – and Just that's what, up like three
1: it. years old or um, four years it's old? It's about
0: two years old. Two years in, old. In November, I think it would be three. Yeah. Yeah. That's so incredible. So like two and a half or so.
1: So let's back up. So so Knowledge for Men, again, is a terrific brand. You have some really good, um, I don't want to say proprietary, but but really great ideas around dating and and the, the impact of of the breakup and and so what i'm getting at is is my sense and i want you to share the story is that's the birthing ground some of these challenges right, for right. knowledge for men so how did you come up with the idea what's a little of the backstory
0: yeah, well the crazy thing is is uh <laughs> I never really sat down and tried to do marketing research on, on men or anything like that and, and thought that this this would be like a good target market for for business. I was just doing it doing it for myself because I was coming out of a breakup. I had just quit my job and I was in a place of pain and I, I didn't really know You know, I was I was just trying to get myself out of pain from where I was into a place of more joy and happiness and fulfillment. I didn't know that this was going to turn into a business. I was just reading books like aggressively. That was that
1: was a broken hearted pain. It was was a broken hearted pain.
0: It was also like a lost pain. Like I just didn't know what I was doing in my life. There was a serious breakup, and I just quit my job. And I just I was in this place where I never like I had a lot of freedom. Like there wasn't much. I didn't have a job. It was no girlfriend. I didn't have to go to school. I had graduated. So I just started reading and traveling and going to personal development events like Tony Robbins and all kinds of events all around all around the country. And I was reading like, you're looking at my books here. I, mean, right. I have hundreds of books like behind us here. And I, I just went on this journey of reading and personal development and self-improvement. Um, also dating was a big part of it. I, I felt that, um, I was working on my dating life and just in this process, it taught me that, you know, I can learn whatever I need to learn to get to where I want to get. That was what dating taught me. And that was what a lot of these self-improvement books taught me. So I just started sharing what I was learning on my blog and the blog within six months had about, it was close to like seven hundred thousand views on the blog. Wow! Um, just from writing just about from writing your,
1: about my journey, your journey, and and kind of learning as you go, learning and as sharing I sharing uh, as you yeah, go. Yeah,
0: I was not a guru, and I'm still not a guru. Like I was just guru is a bad word. Yeah, it really. I is. I was more like just like a curate. It's a four letter word, actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just sharing my lessons, and if anyone was interested, they could read it on knowledgechurn.com, and people were. Were they you they were just like
1: broken hearted crying? <laughs>
0: no, I'm kidding. no, no, right. I was just I was you can tell that I was in a lost state, like I was like just kind of like questioning life and questioning what I was supposed to do and questioning my dating life and just questioning a lot of things in life that I think a lot of people um are questioning, but I think I would put it into language that they other people couldn't get put out into words just so they're kind of thinking or, it
1: or they're not sharing it they're and not or so, they're not sharing so it, yeah, that was the by by exposing these challenges and being vulnerable and transparent, yeah, and vulnerable I think everybody world. just kind of, not everybody, but but a lot of people, it resonated for yeah. lack of a better word, where right. they were right. probably.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think wow. vulnerability is the key word there. And I think I was, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was just being extremely vulnerable. And I think that was di- what was differentiating my blog from many others 'Cause I was putting myself in
1: in extreme detail into the into the words. Can you go back or do you ever go back and what's it like to read some of those original posts?
0: <laughs> um I it's kinda of, I think it's I mean honest, it's kinda of funny. Like I I, 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 I leave it <laughs> yeah, up I mean, there, but I'm not right. in that place anymore. Right. But um it, it just helps me realize like where my thoughts were and Great. It's cool to see that growth. But there was a, a point when I just I ran out of things to write because i think you know just life experience like i, I did i was I, at the time i was 24 years old and so right now i'm 28 years old by by
1: the way that's like the number one google search around you what's that because i was i just wanted to do a little prep for the show uh so i started googling your name for some reason it
0: age yeah. yeah yeah
1: so everybody wants to know tell them how old you are I'm 28 years old <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I was 24 at the time and I think I I was running out of things to say. I was really struggling with writing more content and I was slowing down with that. So I just started interviewing other people on YouTube. And then I found out that, you know, YouTube wasn't for, at least for me at the time, wasn't the best place for interviews. And it was my brother who actually said that, you know, podcasting would probably be a good fit since that's, that's basically what podcasting is. It's usually interviews.
1: Is he older or younger? He's
0: older. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's an English teacher and uh, he's four years older than me. And that was when I started the podcast literally within he, he used to do, he used to record himself with hip hop. So he had an old mic <laughs> and uh, he used to rap and stuff when he was Great. in his teenage years. And so he had a mic and he's, you he just plugged it in USB. And then uh, literally with, from that moment when he's like, here's my mic, start a podcast. Six weeks later, I had launched a podcast and it became number one in iTunes, new and noteworthy for health, business and education. And it held in the number one category for those three categories um, for eight weeks long, which is the duration of iTunes' new and noteworthy, right? And for a short period of time, it was ranked number twenty-three out of two hundred and fifty thousand podcasts on iTunes. That's amazing. Next to like guys like Joe Rogan and, and a lot of these bigger names that um, we're all familiar with.
1: Wow! So, <laughs> that's the podcast. show so, yeah. and and what I love and these these people the listeners are probably tired of me saying it but but it's a theme that occurs over and over and over and it's that out of whether it's pain or a significant problem uh it's the birthing place of of you know quote unquote greatness it's it's the place where if you persist and you search yeah. i mean that was one of the things you said i thought it was genius is no matter where it is I want to go, A, you know, somebody's been there and, or right. B, they've written a book about it. I can learn because yeah. I'm a quote unquote smart guy <laughs> and I can follow that path and just yeah. trust. So yeah. so here you are, you're learning about, by the way, I'm just going to get, were you a great, were you an English major or something? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. I mean, so, uh, and you've written how many books now? Three, three. Okay. And they're all bestsellers. So- and were you a podcast major?
0: No, I have no. Right. I
1: didn't know what a podcast
0: was until my brother told me,
1: and I didn't know what it was till you interviewed <laughs> me. Um,
0: yeah, I really even even though so I'm at episode like 260 right now, and honestly, like I really feel like I just started learning how to interview people in the last maybe 25 episodes. Uh oh. <laughs> like I really am like <laughs> I really feel a lot more. I really feel very comfortable behind the mic. That's great. And um, but it took me. About I, I would say 225 episodes to really get to that point, and I'm still learning, but I finally feel like I'm not I'm not scared behind the microphone. Have you
1: ever done one in the studio? What do you mean, <laughs> an interview in the studio?
0: Oh, live. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you I've have done a few. Yeah, oh, I've done a few, probably like ten. Okay, most of them are through Skype, just because my guest is not yeah, yeah. not here I was, locally.
1: I was kind of kidding. So uh. that may make you feel comfortable, but given this is probably my twelfth interview, maybe even less. Maybe that should make me feel uncomfortable. If you're just getting comfortable after a couple hundred. Also, I had
0: my own insecurities and challenges and and all that and and kind of this feeling of like, who am I to be doing this because I was so young and I was like stuttering and and really like I had a hard time listening to myself, you know, after the recording, (laughs) like I wouldn't
1: want to listen to it because I just couldn't stand my voice. I think that's common. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Um, Yeah. Well, okay. So that's kind of what sets up knowledge for men. And now let's kind of turn the tables. If I'm, I, I want to share with the audience how, because on the front end, I said this is a great service and it provides tremendous value. And the proof is in the pudding, meaning your audience, your event over the weekend, your past retreats, your best sellers. I know there's a ton of value in there and what I would love for you to share is from your perspective, how do you see what sort of, you know, I I don't necessarily like the word, but success stories do you see or feedback? Are you getting, I know you have tons of video testimonials or video monials, but I know it's incredibly rewarding. So, so what are you seeing? What is this providing other uh, young men? I think it's giving them, for some men
0: a, a view that that they don't have to settle like I a lot of guys don't realize that sometimes they're settling in, in their just in their health or in their business or career or in their relationships or even just as themselves as men or they just they hit a plateau and they've just been living in that plateau and and really taking on a lot of these negative habits like drinking or drugs or porn addiction or a lot of these challenges or that come up. And I think when they listen to my show, they're almost getting an escape into another world where it's about empowerment. It's about being a grounded, strong man. And for a lot of guys, they're not surrounded by, you know, one, they, they might not even have strong male role models in their life growing up or... Their circle of friends, like that Jim Rohn quote, you are the average of the five people you most surround yourself with. Their five friends they surround themselves with are not at the caliber or level that they would like to be at. So when they listen to this show, they're, they're it's like they're putting themselves in an environment of empowerment and it gives them, I think, a push to do
1: what really matters in their life. Show them what's possible. Show them give, what's give possible. Give them a different perspective. Perspective. And Absolutely. Great. And, 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 and a model and an example of what can be. And again, you're obviously very candid with your personal story. So they may immediately relate to that and then see, uh, you know, how far you've come relatively quickly. Is there any particular, without giving names or anything, anything that comes to mind that you, you're, proud of like a story, something maybe happened over the weekend or a letter you got or from like a guy who's who's listened. I mean, there's tons,
0: there's, there's absolutely tons. I mean, from even just some of the books that I wrote, like I'm looking at the one we have on the counter here, the dating playbook. There's been a a ton, like almost every, at least every other day, there'll be some guy who got into a relationship or maybe he even left his relationship and, and is enjoying uh, more of that single dating life or, a guy from the breakup manual book that I wrote a guy who went through multiple divorces and was super depressed and bought the book and it saved his life or the guy who was addicted to porn for 10 years and, and didn't even know that it was a problem and just kind of thought it was just a part of life to do that. And had, you know, that brought him the awareness and showed him the strategies to quit. Um, And guys who, you know, more on the career side who, who quit their jobs and go and build businesses. And so there's, there's tons of stories And they continue to grow because even though they have one breakthrough, like they just keep going and they come back and share
1: more. So it's a great journey for all the guys. Well, that's a perfect segue actually because as far as you have come personally and professionally, um, I'm guessing there are still places you want to (laughs) go, things you want to do. And that just brings me to this idea like how – do you um, cope with bad days? This idea of of a tough day, a bad day. What sort of things do you? Yeah, yeah, really. Do? Good. I mean, Whether you know, it's a you know a mindset or or anything else. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think it helps just to understand that the bad days are. I like to say pain is inevitable. Like no matter what you do, there's going to be pain, and like. There's, there's going to be tension and frustration in anything that you're trying to do that will take you from where you are to where you want to go. So I think just understanding that like not every day is supposed to be perfect. At least that's what helps me. Like just if, if
1: you wake up and it's so not feeling mindset. good. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Hopefully you're not waking up and it's not feeling good. But yeah, I'm sure that happens too. Yeah. So, so pain is inevitable. Is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, it's your choice to stay, to stay. Yeah, that's kind it's, of... It's a perspective. It's kind of one of those... Um, I mean, I'm lucky I live shares. here in... Uh, I like to... When I'm having these tough days, like I go out and walk the bay, walk the boardwalk. I listen to these uh, motivational tracks on my, on my phone, and, and I'll, I'll go for like these walks and really just try and get some clarity. Journaling for me is probably the easiest thing that I can do that provides like the quickest relief. Like I can journal and start questioning what's going on and trying to find the benefit in the pain. Like how can this pain painful thing that happened to me, benefit me. And so it's, it's like, it's, so it doesn't phase you. But I mean, the bad days, like they always, it's like, there's a lot of bad days, but it's how you view the bad days and and keep going. Like I just, I'm never going to quit. Like there's no bad day that I can have. That's going to wipe knowledge from and out or anything like that. Like I'm always going to keep going no matter what happens. And it's just like, that's always what I've whispered in the back of my head is keep going. Keep going. Is just keep going. Like even if I'm at the gym and I'm like daydreaming, <laughs> looking at myself in the mirror, I'll just be like ah keep going, and then like I'll pick up the weights again. But like just always keep going. Is it a whisper? It's a whisper in the what back does it of my sound head. Like? Uh, <laughs> it sounds like keep like going. a horror movie. Keep like going. Like, <laughs> like that girl from The Shining. Um, uh, yeah, those it's are not just Arnold a few Schwarzenegger. Things. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Keep, keep going. I like Arnold. Um, oh, Arnold's amazing. I like
1: Arnold. California. Yeah. Total Recall. The book is really good. Um, Interesting. It's a really good book. So you know what I forgot to ask you before I got to the bad day question because okay. I love that question is um I, I'm not sure if if so. What part of the world did you go to high school? Temecula, and you graduate graduated.
0: I graduated from Temecula, great, and yeah, then
1: did you go to college?
0: San Diego State.
1: You did, and yeah. you graduated. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah. And then you hit a couple. Like, what did Uh, I do after? Yeah. I got a job. I think I know. You got a Uh,
0: job. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I got a job managing a a corporate – I mean, I got a job managing a retail store.
1: Got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember this. And that wasn't entirely rewarding. (laughs)
0: i mean it is what it is it's like you can't be mad at the job it's it's, it is what it is it's like being mad if you join the military and they're training you how to shoot a gun it's like you're gonna have to go through that got it um so it was a retail store and i was managing it it just wasn't aligned with me and i I didn't see myself um doing that long term and cool i just felt like i could do something bigger a lot of fluorescent lighting a
1: lot of fluorescent (laughs) lighting yeah definitely wow all right so i'm glad i got Back to that question, because I wanted to set the tables, like okay. how you get to knowledge for man and yeah. then the breakup, the big breakup. All right, H2G listener, I want to remind you, today's episode is brought to you by audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, In five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things. The books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going. It's phenomenal. It's I The more people I turn on to it, the more uh compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals, and that is the number two. How because you've read a lot, you've studied a lot, you're a personal uh, student of personal development. Yeah, yeah. How how do you define success?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think if you can get up and do what you want to do <laughs> and and take action on things that you really want to do. And find fulfillment in the action,
1: not the outcome, then you'll be you'll always be successful. That's really good. So I'm only thinking of the devil's advocate like and I probably shouldn't even if somebody has evil intent and they wake up and do what they want to do and they enjoy the process, right? If I'm a I should not go here. Yeah, don't go. You ahead. know. No. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Does that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I,
1: so I like, uh, but it, I, think, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. And, okay, and so maybe there's just got to be a little caveat that here's an example. Anybody uh, here's an example.
0: Right. Like, so I just did a live event with 60 guys, and so like I was I was stressing out a lot because um, I was going to make an offer. It's like where you present on stage and, you, and you're you're selling, you're enrolling people into a program, coaching or service that you're going to offer, and it was very nerve wracking because you're, there's 60 people who came here and you're going to make an offer. Okay. And so I, I, after I made that offer, I could have, it went okay. It went okay. I made some, I made some good money, but you know, I could have done better, but ultimately I can look at that and say, you know what? I did it. Like I'm a success because I got on stage and I presented not because of the outcome of how much dollars I made. Right. And so if I look at it that way, then I did something that was super scary. Something that I was really challenged with and, and, you know, couldn't sleep at the night before and pushed your comfort I pushed zone. my comfort zone. I got on the stage, I delivered the presentation to the best of my ability with the resources I had and the amount of energy I had given that I had been, you know, setting up this whole event for the last few months. <laughs> and I felt I did the best I could. And I left it all on the table. Like I left it all in that room. I, I, I can't go back and be like, I wish I would have done this or that. And so because I just got up there and took action, I believe I'm a success. However, the sales did come, the sales did come and and, um, I I I hit my goal and
1: I love that example and
0: I hit my goal and it all worked out. But if I didn't hit my goal, I would still, of course, you know, it would be tougher, but I would still count myself as a success because I still did it. And the next time I do it, I'll be that much better.
1: The example is outstanding. Yeah, And yeah. It's, uh,
0: another example for dating, which is really simple, is a lot of guys get really. Let's say a single guy, he gets really hung up if he's going to go talk to a girl and he doesn't get the number or he, sh- he gets rejected. But how you can flip that with what I'm talking about is you are a success if you go and approach her and talk to her, regardless, of regardless the of the outcome of getting a phone number or getting a date or whatever. It's just your success if you took the action. So I feel like we're not we're not entitled to success just because you take action, but you are entitled to your actions because you can you can take whatever actions you want. And sometimes those actions can be really scary.
1: And so that's how I look at it. And so you don't lose that way. <laughs> I think that's amazing. And in that, you know, and I'm sure, again, they're tired of hearing this, but the, the definition that I've come to fall in love with is creating your ideal future. Okay. And, and that allows for a lot of wiggle room. They're, it's dynamic. Uh-huh. In other words, you, every day, you, whether it's making the presentation, approaching the, the girl in <laughs> yeah. your dreams, you're trying to create your ideal future. Right,
0: right, There's right. There's
1: nothing about the outcome. Right, right. Creating your ideal future.
0: right. No, I like that. I like that. And if sure. you lean towards that, I like to use the word lean versus like always do it every day. But like if you lean towards it every day, meaning you're like most of the time you are, right. it's just a matter of time before you start seeing that progress. And I think Tony Robbins says it's like what what makes someone happy is when they have progress in their life, when they feel like they're moving somewhere. So like if they're trying to lose weight and like even if they're just losing two pounds or one pound a week, like that makes them motivated to go back next week. But when we don't have progress, it makes it very difficult to keep doing what's hard.
1: I'm so glad you said that. Because that's a perfect plug for the app. <laughs> and and really, no, I think that's why the Habit Factor has been so successful as an app, because you are tracking your habits and you can see the progress. Yeah, and progress that, is that's that's what gives you momentum and makes momentum, you feel yeah, good yeah. and then there's self efficacy involved and all these fun things. Right. Couple more uh <laughs> couple more dating tips. You got anything off dating the top? Tips? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean you brought it up.
0: Okay, give me a scenario. Give me a challenge. That's easy. Um, that, I have a whole book of dating tips. I know you do. <laughs> like give me a challenge you think that so, guys all right. would be interested Well
1: I've been happily married, of course, oh, okay. for eighteen years. <laughs> you plug that so I have no, <laughs> no questions I have for no
0: No question. I have no questions. This is based off what you've heard, But right?
1: yeah, it's either that or I'm uh I'm trying to Embody some random twenty-five-year-old. Oh, um, yeah. I I'm not sure of even a specific question. I don't know if it's in a social setting. If it's um, yeah, it's, tough what, it's what what, it, what is it. the what is the goal in the first encounter? Is it um. Is it just to build rapport? Is it... So like if you're approaching a girl? Right. Yeah. What you're trying to do is really just... And by the way, I'm assuming this works both both ways, vice versa or not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. For the female listener. Really
0: just speak okay. your... I like to just tell guys, yeah. like, speak their truth. So many guys will want a line. like a, It's called like an opener is right. what it's called. And they want that opener and they'll hold on to it forever. But I just say, like, speak your truth. Like So if you see a girl and you don't know what to do... Um, just go up to her and say, Hey, I, I saw you. You look really intriguing. I, I don't know exactly what to say right now. I've been at work. My mind's really flustered. I just wanted to say hi. Literally that is the perfect thing to say because that's exactly what makes sense in that moment. And she'll respond because that makes sense. Like she'll Oh, okay. And then that leads into like, well, what do you do? What's all this? But there's no, by the way, I think that's outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's no perfect thing to say except for how you're feeling Cause that is what you should say. Cause that's how you feel. Like if you saw your friend, like you would tell him what's going on. Like how was your day? You would tell them like, what's, what's going on. You wouldn't make up some opener like about what you should say or how you wouldn't come prepared with things to say when you hang out with your friends, you would just show up and then you would just talk about your day. What's what's been happening what's going on. So just acknowledge what's going on in the present. If a girl's if a girl's getting apples at Whole Foods, be like hey, you're getting <laughs> those out. are my favorite <laughs> apples. <laughs> just you don't have to have a line or have something sexual about apples. Just just go up to her and be like, oh, I see you're picking up apples here. I just saw you. Hey, my name's Andrew. Um, That's what works. I know it doesn't sound exciting. It doesn't sound like it would, but it's not about the opener. It's really just like what you do after. It's just you just get her attention with what's going on in the present, and then you just roll with it after.
1: So. And I'm sincere. Uh-huh. That is what I loved was this statement that you share what's on your mind. You share what you're feeling. You talk as though you're talking to your friends, and, and right, there right, is no right. preparing to talk to your friends. There's No preparing to talk to your friends. This yeah, you would have been very helpful <laughs> advice at a funeral the other day. Oh, I see. That's a different. Uh, well, but it it was a great example of speaking from your heart and what yeah what you're feeling rather than realizing you didn't prepare anything and you're being called to speak on the spot right right uh, speaking what i was feeling at the moment would have been the absolute right thing to do so i wish we had this yeah a week ago yeah yeah Uh, and that's a great way to speak when you're unprepared. <laughs> just speak your, I mean, just because always I, speak yeah. your truth, I think is, <laughs> will
0: always serve you. Wow. Um, and, and why it's hard to do that is cause uh, you have to go, you know, there's tension with speaking your truth. Like you think it's not enough. There's just a lot of feelings. Like there needs to be this perfect thing to say, but Insecurity. the perfect thing to say is what you're going to say. Wow. The perfect thing to say. And, and that goes with even just social conversations and stuff. It doesn't have to be with girls, but even just like networking and stuff like, Whatever's going on, whatever you think you have to say is what you need to say.
1: Say that again. The perfect thing to say.
0: The perfect thing to say is what you need to say. Is what you need to say. Yeah, and so just whatever is just going that on is right gold. there, and that's how you can kind of just flow effortlessly. And uh, you know, you got to under really l- lower your value of what you think you have to say has to be this like grandiose thing when you're talking uh with women. But yeah, there's so much uh, or anywhere <laughs> to go else. Into. I mean, or I think else. that's yeah. part
1: of the 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 icebreaker with the podcast. Yeah. Originally. Yeah. Thinking
0: Yeah, this, You have
1: to <laughs> you have to carve marble with every word. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> wow. being uh, being real and um uh, this works with women dating Great. sales. Um we can only connect with someone who's real um and being real is is typically you're imperfect and you're vulnerable.
1: You're a wise man, Farabee. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. So we got your definition of success. Top three habits that have led to your success. Um, when you think about the things you do most frequently, whether it's every day or a couple times a week, you know, what, because you're a personal development, I don't want to say guru guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, a couple things. I'm just thinking of like what's top of mind is one is a couple habits that I find really effective is in the evening. Like, a lot of guys have a morning routine. I think Hal Elrod, the author um, of The Miracle Morning, really brought this whole morning routine to life with his best selling book. But what I introduce is like an evening routine, which is the morning routine is really effective. It kind of gets you pumped for the day and, and gets you centered and focused but like how you end your day is like you you know exactly where you're at for the day at the end of your day and so i'll i'll write down the things that i need to get done tomorrow at the end of my day so right now it's about 4 15 so probably around like 6 30 or so i'll end the day and i'll write down maybe five things that i need to get done tomorrow and they don't have to be that big but just five things that i need to get done tomorrow so that when i wake up I'll wake up and I'll look at my at this list. It's a it's a it's a scheduler right on my computer, right. And I'll I'll just that's right when I wake up. I'll go through a little morning routine, a little workout, some good motivational music, a green smoothie. I'll usually hang out outside on my balcony and just relax. And then I'll grab that scheduler and I know exactly what I need to do. And as I complete each thing, I cross it off. And I know that sounds so simple, but people often ask like, "How I get so much done?" or like, "I'm just." Some of my friends call me this wrecking machine or like this wrecking ball with goals. Like I'm always moving forward and and getting things done. And it's that simple thing where I just write down five things in the evening and then I cross them off as I complete them. And then it's a successful day because I completed everything. Plus, you save time in the morning because you don't have to think about what you're going to do. You know exactly what to do at the end of your day. So when you write it, when you wake up in the morning – like you're starting off at a great point, so that's one thing is is just having that type of focus, and I've been consistent with that for years. And I'll put even like if I'm going out with a friend, like obviously this interview is on there. Um, if I have to go and, and do something like some sort of errand, like I'll just write these things on there, and boom, 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 boom. I'll take them all out, and then. Another thing is is right – we can't see it but I have one piece of paper mm. that I have on my on my wall and it's just a one 8 by 11 white piece of paper and it says current one thing. And that's like the main thing. Like that is the theme of my month. Like it's, the, the, month. it's the main thing. It could last two months depending on the project size but it, like it's the main theme. Like if I complete this one thing, then it will make this month or these next two or three months – an absolute success. So previously my one thing was crush your live event. And previously before that was launch your paperback book. And so, you know, when I'm thinking, when when I find myself on social media or I'm doing all this crap or I'm doing maybe sometimes busy work, I'm not getting that one thing done. And, um, honestly that has helped me so much. And I just, I always see it. It's right there. It's, we can't see it from here, but, um, it's right when I open my door in my bedroom. There's this piece of paper and it just, it's just staring right at me. And it says, Current one thing. And right now, it's build this business course uh, to help other people
1: do the things that uh, I've done. So that's two. That is two. And um, those are fantastic. Okay. No, you got another? Oh
0: I mean, I have a lot. I'm just, give me I'm give just me
1: one more thinking. if you got it because these are gold. Um,
0: three three for me is, is never stop learning. Like you can see behind me, I have a lot of books. I buy books like candy. Like when I go on Amazon, I'm a kid in a candy store. I don't even – I don't have to read the description. I just look at the author. I look at the reviews and it's done. <laughs> I just buy Amazon Prime. I usually get one or two books a week. And then I also have a budget for, for going to events. Like I'm, I, I got, there was an event I went to um, two weeks ago on, on ClickFunnels event, which was marketing. It was really big. Um, a couple months before that was traffic and conversion summit, which was really probably the biggest marketing conference in the country. And then in a couple of weeks, two weeks, actually, I'm going to Santa Clara to see Brennan Burchard speak. Um, about about building about building you know business, and I'm always on the move, traveling and learning from other experts, and, and just networking and meeting new people in the space. In addition to reading at home, I'm always listening to uh, audio books or something. Um, when I'm at the gym, I'm, there's just always this constant urge of learning, um,
1: business or personal development. Those are three powerful, three powerful habits. Things. Yeah, really. So why do you think habit? It's so powerful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's to me it's like it's like self discipline and habits are, are the that's how I know I can that's how I know I'm gonna win is because uh <laughs> I know I'm gonna knocking win on wood. I know I'm I know I'm not gonna have the success like immediately, but I know I can have it if I if I have the self-discipline to consistently do the habits okay. that produce the results. And so like people enter my space. They'll do exactly what I'm doing, and that's totally fine. I'm not like anti. You know, I'm trying to be the only one. There's so much room. There's so many people that could use support in this space I'm in, and um, I'm not. I'm not scared. Like people, be like, oh, are you scared? Like, or I'll even help the guy, or I'll even coach the guy. He'll be a client of mine. I'll be like, why are you helping him? He's like your competitor. But sometimes I just think like the thing that I have that it's just really uh, like the bedrock I believe of my success is is I can I can do the little things. Each day, I can do the little thing each day, and even better, I know I'm really I love building systems so that the things are done each day on their own. Wow, and, that's great! And like that for me is how I know I'm going to be successful. Like I'm not worried about. I used to be worried about like, can I keep doing this job? Like, am I going to be able to pay my bills? Like, am I going to be able to pay my rent and have like a decent lifestyle? And I'm, it's just—it's all over. Like I know uh, I'm at a level, and it's only growing. And all I have to do is keep doing these little habits, and success will follow those habits.
1: And discipline. And discipline is and discipline, a habit. And discipline is a See, habit. See, the, the the reason those are three disciplines. The one essential thing, the five things the night before. Yeah. Um, learning and, and stuff. constant learning. Those are disciplines you right. have developed. So props yeah. to you yeah and yeah. that and then that takes on a life of life of its own um well I'm glad we talked about books because I want to know your top 3 I know you could probably list Dozens. I mean, yeah, it depends. It's like, what topic do you right. want to talk about? No, no, I, I'm thinking that we're transformational okay. in your journey. Okay. So I it mean, could be so anything. Many. I know.
0: Um, but what comes to mind typically when I ask this question? First, first I think to start this question, like you have to – I have a budget for my book reading. Like I have a budget for my personal development and I think – that just having like you have a budget for so many things in your life. You have a budget for your cell phone. You have a budget for your internet. You have a budget for your food, and there there has to be a budget that you have for your education. A learning like, budget. A, a learning budget. Because like, I, I thought guys... I
1: thought learning ended when you got out of college. No, it's it actually starts. It, oh, really? It, yeah. Are learning, you sure? I'm hundred percent positive. Once I graduate, <laughs> I
0: can stop learning. I know, but like I see, I'll see guys struggle with buying a book. That's right. twenty dollars. Like it's a struggle for them because they don't view it as a tool, as an investment. And it's like this guy makes like like a good salary, <laughs> or he, has, he makes like six figures, and he's struggling with the twenty. Or if I'm like, hey, let's go to this event, and it's like five hundred dollars, or even a thousand dollars, the guy's like, oh, there's all these excuses. And it's like, I don't, I don't even struggle with that. It's just boom, like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna find a massive um, takeaway from the event. And so, leading, coming back to the books. Um, because I've read so much. I think a powerful book relative to both just men and women is is Courage, the, the Joy of Living Dangerously. Wow. Um, it's That's by Osho. He's a philosopher. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's basically how when you live in danger, you come alive. Like if you're bored, like do something a little bit more risky, like take a little bit more risk in your life and it'll make you come alive. And he just talks about how this state of aliveness is – um, is the place where human beings are the most creative and, and in some ways like happy because we're meant to kind of push the, or take risk in order to survive like in the tribal days. Another book is 50th Law by Robert Green and 50 Cent. <laughs> and yeah. um, that book I like so much just uh, about for me – the. I love talking about action, like being able to take action and take risk and overcome your fears. And even there's a chapter on death, which I find like one of the best, like that's typically, that's why I'm saying this is such a great book, but the death um, chapter in that book was, was a massive igniter in so many challenges that I've had. It's like really honing in and, and that acceptance of death is such a critical piece and being able to take on a high level of risk and be okay with that. So
1: so, just to clarify, because I want to make sure I'm on the same page, the acknowledgement of death is a great motivator.
0: It creates a, a, sense a, catalyst, a sense of urgency. It's, it creates a sense of yeah, urgency and that's, for sure.
1: I. That's pretty prevalent within the pressure paradox. So that's okay. one of the. Oh, yeah, that, one of the themes, a lot of course. pressure. Right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so that's two books. Great. Um, I, I don't want to say
0: like <laughs> a classic book because I've. It's okay. I've. Uh,
1: you don't have to. I want to remember you. The right answer is what you feel.
0: There's so many uh, <laughs> books I've read, but um. You know, I mean, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony okay, Robbins was perfect. the one that was thrown at me when I was, um, that was the first book I ever read. Like, literally the first book I ever
1: read. I were don't, you a very good kid? Like, stayed between the lines and, no, and, I was, and I obeyed was, rules? I was a rebel. You were a rebel? I was a rebel,
0: yeah. Absolutely rebel. On my LinkedIn profile, people put, like, CEO. They put chief marketing officer. Mine says rebel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh because it's true it says rebel and underdog that's my, my underdog's great that's my description that's a great and that's just been my whole life is kind of a, a little bit rebellious
1: and an underdog but it was that going back to some of those early challenges i think that that rebellion kind of led you right because you're you might be a rebel at heart but you're you're doing dare i say all the right things setting a great uh, becoming a great role model in, in painting a path that's, that's um, honorable. It's hardly rebellious as I would think of a delinquent teenager. Right? That was me, yeah. I was okay. In trouble with the law and all that stuff growing right. So, once again, this idea of using kind of a weakness and becoming a strength. And right. So, even though you're a rebel at heart, you're, you're a white knight now. Um, so to speak yeah yeah <laughs> we'll see right but yeah 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 okay so those are three great books yeah three uh, good i think books. this is my close to my final question okay might be my final question okay. we'll see we'll see what happens uh tech gadget an app a web tool okay um something you can of you can't live without something you love
0: other, I'll than, say two. other
1: than your smartphone.
0: Yeah, I'll say two. So cool. uh, Asana is is my is how I manage my team and my workflow. Great. And um, basically my whole team's on there. And I, I just, as soon as I'm done with my podcast episode, I just upload it to uh, Dropbox and then take the file and put it on Asana. And then my YouTube guy will take it and make a YouTube video. And then my podcast guy will edit it and put it on iTunes. And then my writer will put it on the blog. And then he'll turn it into an email. And then so like asana i just put the file on there after i'm done <laughs> and everybody and then goes then to work everyone goes to work and they're just waiting for that episode and it's just really cool to see that like because i used to do all of that i used right. to do the youtube i used to do the blog I used to do the email i used to i used to edit the podcast i used to do everything and so when i had the asana when i built out this team and i just edit and then boom just it goes everywhere and um it, that was a game changer for me that was Literally that like that's how I'm able to be sitting here with you right now, Martin. <laughs> like right now I would be busy as hell, like all stressed out on my computer. <laughs> um, but now I'm doing this and I get to do other things and, and travel more and, and go to events and stuff. So Asana and a, kind of like a Dropbox combination. Right. Um Upwork is where I hire all my guys. Um like kind of short-term projects I use upwork, but for long-term gigs or like my editor, writer, or YouTube guy or social media guy. I I hire from within, so these are guys who listen to my podcast. So mm. I'll shoot out an email. I want to make sure they they like care about what I'm doing. Oh wow, but that's for, a great tip for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hire really? from within, right. and um, they're honored to work for you. Wow, uh, cool. They don't view it as work as much as much as they get to be a part of your movement. Collaborative. It's it's much better because they care, and there's so much more into that. But Upwork is what I do for short-term gigs, or I just need something done. Like it's Upwork.com,
1: formerly Elance. formerly Elance. Okay. Yeah,
0: it's a little confusing to use at first, but once you get it, like I, I find um, I find it really quick. Anytime I run into a roadblock, I just go, I just immediately go to. Up work and just make a job real quick, and I think I write the worst job descriptions ever. Like I just just quickly write something, hit hit. Do you post. have an
1: example of one? You
0: um yeah. So I just like, I got these banners made, you know, so for my event, these uh-huh. big big banners, and so I had a little image, and I needed to turn it into like a big banner, blown wow. up with 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 text and copy, and um I basically went to the print company's website and got the requirements for the for the banner. And then I just copy pasted it and then put it on Upwork. And then a bunch of guys from India or the Philippines. I typically will hire from the Philippines over India just because, um, well, one, I am half Filipino, <laughs> but no, but mainly two. But in I the, was going to say, is there any particular
1: reason in I'm the Fili-
0: that That's right. one, but in the Philippines, um, it's a, it's a Western – it's it's a very – I believe it's just uh, – it's a Western culture and they understand the a little – yeah. you don't have to explain That's yourself as much. Note.
1: That's as good as a, um, an app. It's a Western culture
0: because <laughs> right. uh, they were – I mean I was going to be a history teacher. But they were conquered by the United States for the last like 80 years and then they were conquered by Spain for over mm-hmm. 300 years. So it's like a Western Asian – I don't know. They just get it easier I Great. find. Um, the third I've one good
1: things actually. Yeah, yeah. they really have.
0: They're just a little bit – Quicker to get it. Sometimes, like, um if you say like, "Hey, like, I need a bar," you, like, put this bar right here, and like, the Indian guy put a bar, like, a picture of a bar. Like, he it, it didn't get like right. the the language, the English language, kind of the the way I the talk, nuance, the sure. nuance. Yeah, okay. he was very formal. But a third one would be. um I don't know uh, if you might be using it now, but I use schedule once for all of my scheduling. So I have two scheduling links. One is for my podcast and it creates my schedule. So basically Martin, you were on my show and I said, I just sent you an email with the link. I just copy paste, boom. And then I don't have to talk to you about times. Like whatever, if if you find what works for you. And then imagine if I was talking to a guy on the East coast or in the Midwest or in Europe, it's like, I just give it to him and then he, it adjusts to his time zone. And like, that's like having an assistant. And then basically when our interview comes to a close, like close, you get like automated emails that remind you, give you all the details. And that, that little schedule once tool is $19 a month. And it's an assistant, like it it schedules and then it notifies and updates. And I also use it for my coaching practice where I just give it to my clients. And then they just, I just create my own schedule of when I want to work, and then they are forced to have to uh, sure. work within sure. my, my, what I want. And um, and then I don't have to communicate with, with scheduling. Because that literally sh- shaved off maybe like eight hours of a week. Just going back and forth. Of going back and forth,
1: getting nothing done. I'm testing something called Calendly. Calendly
0: Calendly's the same not thing. Not quite as good. Oh, no. I think it's the same. They're competitors. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I think just the idea of having Got a it. tool that sets, up, sets it all up is, is key. So, yeah, those are the three. is uh, Asana um upwork and schedule once
1: incredible so not just are these i mean as a whole this this interview i think has been uh an honor for me and i think it's been valuable for the audience and it's really been valuable for me there've been some great podcasting tips here i think we're going to sign off with this okay how? First of all, do you have anything you want to share, promote? Uh, of course, I'll have links and and ask you for that sort of thing. But if there's anything you want to talk about now, maybe, um, or just send them to your website. Yeah, you, yeah.
0: Just, I mean, I just finished. the podcast a live event. is
1: phenomenal.
0: So. KnowledgeForMed.com, and right. you would get access. You could see the books, you could see the blog posts that we were talking about, and all the updates, all the 250 episodes, and the course, the courses. Um, and if you wanted to get updated on what I'm creating, like the influence bootcamp, or I'm teaching online thought leaders, how to write books and, uh, create online courses and, and sell them via webinar and do live events. Um, just, just go to knowledgeformen.com and, and just get on the, uh, the email newsletter and uh, you'll see the updates come in the next uh, two months or so. But yeah, knowledgeformen.com is the central resource. Thanks. Do you have KFM.com?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> it's that Kentucky Fried? Oh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm that's,
0: that, okay. that's a radio station.
1: Scratch that. So it's knowledgeformen.com. Knowledge for Knowledge Andrew, men. this has been absolutely enlightening and amazing. Yeah, yeah. You're a great man. You're a great role model for fellow young men and even. <laughs> Some of the older men out there. Yeah, just, just any man who wants to step up and, <laughs> yeah. and really play a bigger
0: game and be a stronger man, I think that's just who it speaks to. Like it doesn't really? matter their age, their race, doesn't matter right. anything, their income level, just do you want to be stronger, man. That's what I'm doing.
1: Beautiful. Thank you again, sir. All right, all right. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Just a quick reminder before we blow out of here. If you have not yet received your free habit tracking slash building template and you want to get it really quick like instantaneously you can go ahead and text me at 33444 and just simply text the word habits that's right habits to 33444 so until next time To your continued success, make it a habit.